0: Welcome to Embrace Your Brain with Dr. D. Joy Coulter. These short weekly brain bits give you fresh glimpses into how your mind works and how to develop its natural brilliance. Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic, the brilliant memories of the oral tradition. It's an excerpt from the book Original Mind, Uncovering Your Natural Brilliance. For hundreds of years, orality-based cultures have survived because of the astounding memories of their members. They recognize sameness and recreate the stories, songs, ceremonial rituals, and practical lore of daily life with an exactness rarely seen in literate cultures. There are no books, so these are the vessels that carry the memories of the culture. And they must be remembered exactly. There is no room for improvisation, since every detail that is deleted or changed diminishes the cultural memory and weakens the culture. The same exactitude is required of the priests who perform important ceremonies. Ruth Benedict, who was a renowned anthropologist, described the responsibilities of the Western Pueblo priests and assistants in this way in her book, Patterns of Culture. No field of activity compares with ritual for foremost place in their attention. It requires the memorizing of an amount of word perfect ritual that our less trained minds find staggering. This observation was echoed in the introduction to the book Indian Oratory as follows Ritual prayers, often lasting for hours, had to be recited without error or the omission of a single syllable the slightest deviation would interfere with the results sought through the ritual and might have a far-reaching effect upon the health, crops, hunting, and welfare of the people of the tribe. This book offers an amazing compilation of the speeches of chieftains spanning more than 150 years and makes note of the amazing memory of the speaker and the ability of the listener to remember what was said. Usually, white traders or settlers would make notes as they heard these speeches and then translate their notes into English. However, on one occasion, in 1890, the Sioux Chief Kicking Bear delivered a speech to a council of his people at which no outsider was present. And yet, that speech was in the collection. Major James McLaughlin, who made a practice of copying down and then translating important speeches, was able to retrieve it he had simply asked one of the attendees, who was known for his fine memory, to tell him the speech later. While well, we might try to reconstruct a speech by saying, well, and then he said, or he talked about, and admitting to whole chunks that we couldn't recall at all, Shortbull recited the 1,500-word speech verbatim, without any side comments. To give you some idea of that feat, Each section of this book runs about 1,500 words, and he had only once heard the speech. This quality of immersion in the moment is aided by living in a culture that doesn't spend time addressing what hasn't happened yet. Our preoccupation with the future permeates our mental chatter, and it pulls us away from the present moment. In Alaska, Ron and Suzanne Skolin have devoted their careers to the study of the native Athabascan culture— and to addressing the interethnic communication difficulties between them and the English, which was their term for non-native Alaskans. The Athabascans reported being quite puzzled by several tenancy of the English. They always talk about what's going to happen later, and they think they can predict the future. Even though these speakers are quite literate, their cognitive practices still remain grounded in their oral traditions, with its adherence to the present moment. As we follow our mind into literacy, we will watch our focus on reproductive memory fade. These storage networks will start being used for creating new connections instead, and our mind must then find ways to compensate for progressively weaker reproductive memories. Never again will the capacity to appreciate and register sameness be so easily engaged as it was for the young child, or carried to the great heights as it was in non-literate cultures. If you're enjoying these podcasts, I think you'll love my book, Original Mind Uncovering Your Natural Brilliance. It's available at EmbraceYourBrain.com.